0: JP,
1: well, Hello,
0: JP, are you there?
1: Hello, Here. one cast at a time, one cast at a time. Riding on in with the man in black today. I like it. I'm not a one-trick DJ.
0: I mix it up. I can mix it up. Mix it up with the best
1: of them. You know this song. Taking it one piece at a time. Sure do. They're
0: going to know us when we come into their town. When we okay. ride this cast into
1: your town. Yeah. When, uh, <laughs> they're going to know us in Bellingham. When is our next live show? What's happening? We can do a live show for our Christmas spectacular.
0: The first day oh, I got wait. me a fuel pump, and the next oh. day I got Ooh. me an engine.
1: Sorry. Sorry, folks. Technical difficulties.
0: I'm all jumbled. I I was ready to go. I was I was zoned in, and then a bunch of work things were happening, and. Uh, I was I was rushing to the cast and I'm here working at the house with Amy and she was like, What are you what are you doing now? And I'm like, I'm podcasting. And she was like, Oh <laughs> so, no, I don't I don't think that's what she I think she said like, Oh, okay. Uh, we had a little discussion about that. Uh, I think she's a fan generally until it's time for me to podcast. Oh yeah, ain't that always the way? Wow.
1: Well, I got to tell you, bud, sounds like we all got a case on the Mondays.
0: Are you, is that happening with you, too? You struggling to get to the cast?
1: Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, I always struggle to get to the cast. <sighs> uh, you want? I did something I think is, is very immoral today, and I have to confess, <laughs> I, I didn't feel like I had time for coffee, so I just slammed four Excedrin.
0: <laughs> four Excedrin? Yeah.
1: They got oh. caffeine in them. Oh, okay. So, I'm waiting for the...
0: You're waiting for that to kick in.
1: Caffeine <laughs> slash acetaminophen to kick in. Um, man. And then Monday's going to turn right around for me. I don't know about the rest of you guys. I feel like we're casting at the wrong time. <laughs> we should be casting about 30 minutes into this future. Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. Oh, no, this is... Any time that you and I catch is the perfect time, my friend. Well, I certainly like to think so. I,
0: we'd have to, you know, sort of poll the listeners on that one, but which would be an easy poll, because we we know everybody's phone number.
1: Yep. Speaking of which, we got our first email, didn't we? <laughs> didn't we? Didn't, somebody out there had something to say to us.
0: Yeah. It was
1: pretty out yeah, there had something he needed to say.
0: It was pretty pointed.
1: Was was indeed. He didn't get uh, words. <laughs> Old uh, for those of you out, out there in the podcasting world who don't have any idea what we're talking about, which is seven of you, because the eighth is the one who texted us, to emailed us. Uh, Our old friend Jameson text us, emailed, and he said, he said, stop the drops. That's all he said. Stop the drops. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. He put in the subject line (laughs) of an email. Is it in caps? Stop the drops. And then... In the body of the email, there's just one word. And it says, seriously.
1: Seriously.
0: First, I thought that he had um, emailed the wrong person or, like, replied to the wrong thread.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To which we say,
0: You boys like Mexico!
1: Yeah!
0: (laughs) I I wanted to point out that... uh, <laughs> most of the drops have been uh, in your bailiwick oh yeah and I, but, I, but I didn't want to throw you under the bus like that and I would
1: I would like to agree with James and I've been doing a terrible job uh, blast enough drops that I have no idea what they are at weird times uh, and you know I wish I could tell you it wasn't gonna happen again well but, I, and that's how i
0: replied to the email was <laughs> i suggested that with any endeavor maybe we'll just get better at it yeah uh
1: you know and i, I in all seriousness we hear you i i knew exactly how annoying i was being with those drops and i knew it couldn't last forever um,
0: i got a little listener feedback from my sister she only okay. listened to i think she only listened to the very last episode but she loved the Steve Brule drops.
1: Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we're, getting,
0: we're getting some, we're hearing different things out there.
1: Steve Brule, can't remember his dingus password.
0: Is, uh-huh. that, is he the one who says that <laughs> when Bill Gates created Microsoft,
1: yeah. <laughs> it would be nice if I remember my dingus password. <laughs> right, okay.
0: See, and I'm not, I'm not, I had, my sister had to like clue me in what was going on there. I'm not super familiar with that skit. I didn't really, I'm, I'm only vaguely aware of Tim and Eric. Did your, uh, did your internet go down? Chafee, oh boy he uh, froze, his image froze in quite a a jovial spot and um, then I, I don't hear him here, I'll, let me let me. Um, a then I got me a transmission and all the crows. Can turn the music back on. the um, little things I clear. could get in my big lunch box, like nuts, and bolts, and all four shocks. The Chasey, big what happened? Out my buddy's mobile phone. Right, up to now, my plan went all right, and we tried to put it all together one night, and that's when we noticed that something was definitely wrong. One cast at a time.
1: The out to be a okay, here we go. The votes, all the so okay, three, two, one.
0: Okay. I paused the recording. <laughs> You're back. The internets are so reliable.
1: They are super reliable. Oh, hi. Here I am feeling that excedrin yet uh, a little bit yeah good good good. <laughs> beard starting you, to tingle
0: did you um did you keister it or did you um crush and snort
1: it like oh, yeah i did the, no i just i just chewed it up in my mouth like <laughs> the real addicts do
0: <laughs> that's fantastic yeah. um yeah, good. That'll be hitting soon. So that's good. That was perfect. It gave us maybe 10 minutes or so to get that on board, they like to say, in the in the analgesics industry. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, I love acting!
0: I am your anesthesiologist. I'm going to need you to just chew these up in your mouth. Are they chewable? No, they're not chewable. <laughs> they're not chewable. <laughs> But I need you to just use your molars and really crush them, crush them small if you can. Gets it on board faster. I got teeth, don't I? God gave me teeth. Had we finished uh, talking about our first constructive criticism email of our new podcast?
1: I think we had. Jameson, we love you. Sorry, the traps are annoying. I know they are. They're kind of supposed to be. So maybe just uh, maybe just uh, relax into it. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> we'll I mean
0: you cannot not listen to but that's tough.
1: That's tough. No, you can't well. that's that's not true. Don't listen to him, Jameson.
0: Uh speaking yeah. of Jameson, I was Amy had gotten out this old hard drive
1: uh
0: of photos. Oh. And I was I was looking at old photos of us on uh, you know, I took a couple of trips to New York. Um there's some there's some good ones of of Jameson. <laughs> just like, you know, just drunken New York Times. Oh, I would,
1: I would love to see those.
0: Yeah. There there's there's a really good one of you from when Amy came by herself for her like Bachelorette party trip. There's there's one of you that's just like just you head on, right from behind the bar there at the four face liar. And um yeah it's it's fantastic. I can definitely... You look like Dickles in this picture.
1: I remember we we, we had a lot of fun that night. You had fun with those four girls? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm glad that you were there to show them some fun.
1: They sat at the table by the window, and then when my shift was over, I sat and drank with them and then sent them on their married bachelorette way.
0: There was that time. There was the other time that... Uh, jameson and uh and sheremy were in town and we we did some bar hopping and we went we ended up at sputnik <laughs> There there are some pictures from that night in that bar um, <laughs> oh wow there's a lot of blurry pictures yeah I can't imagine too many the camera operator wasn't um steady enough also the those earlier gen iPhones were- Yeah, they weren't the same. They were not great photos. It's funny how, um, I'm, I'm looking back through these pictures and I'm struck by some things. Um, I'm struck by how m- much of a child I looked at even in my early 30s. I just looked, I, like I thought I was a grown man, but I don't appear to be a grown man. I seem like a big man child. And then I'm struck by how, uh, how gray, how fast I've gone gray, uh, which coincided with, I don't know, maybe the second kid.
1: I was gonna say, you definitely have Griffin and Izzy to thank for that.
0: Well, I, I will say that you, my I, my countenance changed after I became a dad, you could tell. I think it's from like constant unrelenting vigilance. Yeah. You know my face got harder face <laughs> <laughs> got harder, and like my gaze just just more focused in every picture uh, there's a, there's also like the few the years that I was dating Amy and we didn't have kids and we were you know we were married there for a couple of years like it's we it, we used to have a lot of fun, yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but we're having fun now, different fun different kind well, of fun. Dora, the explorer type fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad we've got listeners. I'm glad we're getting feedback. Um, I'm concerned about the bar reopening and how that's going to affect this space. Because when you, because before, like when you were running the bar, you were pretty damn busy.
1: I would like to shoot for at least three a week. I think
0: three a week is a good solid number, and a fourth would be great i i i at least still in this scenario it seems like three in the mornings or some kind of like focus time and then maybe one a, a late night weekend podcast never heard anybody no, it
1: definitely didn't um so and- I would be amenable to trying to shoot for that. It would be fun if our listeners could depend on three a week and then just another one randomly slips into their feed, just uh, slides into their feed late on a Saturday night maybe. I I think that people listen to podcasts. Remind them that we uh, – th- now this is – I know this is definitely true. I I, I mean –
0: because I my, my, I shared it with my sister and she was like, oh, I, I listen to podcasts. I I listen to Dax Shepard's uh, armchair experts and I listen to this other one. I really there's the podcast that you introduced me to and the Joe Rogan thing, and that's that was all I was really paying attention to. But you you
1: listen to podcasts, right? Yeah, I treat podcasts like I treat everything else in my life, and I was like, became completely addicted to them and binge on them thoroughly uh, yeah for me lately uh now is the time on our podcast when we turn our listeners on to other podcasts that will fill their time prevent them from listening to our podcast and i've i've been just binging i've been going like three or four hours a day on this one called dopey that these it's these two guys uh one's a rich kid from Boston and one's a working class kid from Long Island who have both been through like just the full on drug and alcohol addiction wars. And, uh, and they started the podcast uh, as their idea was, because there are a lot of alcohol and narcotic recovery podcasts out there. Their idea was to only tell the funny stories and not have any of the recovery. Um, but by about thirty episodes in about thirty hours into the podcast, they've fully they've fully embraced the recovery too. like it's just a part of their lives. Um, but those guys' stories are so bananas and then they bring other people in to tell their banana stories and then you know, just because they need it in their lives, there's some recovery too. but uh, they're really charismatic, you know kind of it's you know like. Like the other ones that we listen to, just they're they're people who are more or less like us who have just made a slight <laughs> a few slightly different decisions in their lives. So, you know, it kinda sounds like talking with a friend or acquaintance who, you know, who has a different perspective on things. But I've been I've been tearing through that one. Uh that's really, interesting. Really interesting to me. I'm not, you know, it's definitely not for everybody, but
0: well, that's what's great about podcast—the podcast, podcast world—is that it it fills little niches, right? And
1: yeah, there is something for everybody. EA boutique,
0: like your your brother was pointing out, how that podcast that we listen to is a little targeted.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But, but maybe has a little more mass appeal than just a zany drug and alcohol stories. Yeah. Uh, don't tell me about it. Don't, listen, don't tell me about any podcasts that sound really awesome because I have zero time. To, like, I'd love <laughs> to listen to Dopey. When am I going to do that? I've already <laughs> fallen off on the one podcast I listened to because of this space. <laughs> this Go ahead. But tell, th- you, you were telling about other. You, you, it looked like you had another one on your lips.
1: And then there's those uh, wine drinking ladies who love their uh, true crime. Um, do you have you noticed that that seems to be like a crossover?
0: Well, um, now that you
1: mention it, um, my wife loves like crime
0: drama things,
1: wine and true crime.
0: She's not necessarily into true crime, but she loves those shows that are like
1: uh,
0: uh, pr- procedurals, Ch- Chicago Fire, <laughs> Chicago Uh-oh. PD. Oh, uh, definitely. Uh, what are they called? Procedurals. Yeah. Well,
1: there's, I mean, there's procedurals like that. That'd be like CSI Miami and stuff, or you know, Law and Order. And then there's, then there's the ones like I, I don't know where Chicago Fire falls into this, but there. And then there's stuff like, you know, Grey's Anatomy. They're just you know straight up soap operas. Um,
0: I think she likes something in between.
1: Yeah, makes sense. I, I, I think I she likes
0: it soapy, but like at least the veneer of you know real life.
1: Um Jameson does the full on true crime ones, which some of those those some of those get too heavy and too scary for me. Like I uh I remember on a on a trip back from uh Corpus Christi Brian Benitez and I put one on uh and, like, we turned it off because we were just, like, because <laughs> <laughs> we were fucking scared. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> oh, man. Well, we've got to, whatever happens when the bar reopens, we've got to try to maintain this because, oh, because it's going so great. Which leads lead me to another podcast Detail I wanted to talk to you about, um, and I, th- I I think I know the answer to this, and this is just me being totally insecure. Um, but I just wanted to get I just want we're setting the ground rules here for what will inevitably be a super successful podcast. And
1: hey, buddy, be your, be yourself.
0: So I um I just wanted to I just wanted to ask you. I wanted to make sure that this is I'm a little bit of a traditional guy. Is this a monogamous podcasting relationship for the time like, being. Yeah. Like are you, are you, are we going to go down the road and then you're going to want to
1: bring somebody else into the relationship? Um, I, uh, I had an idea when COVID hit, I wanted to, I, uh, when COVID hit, uh, when COVID hit, uh, I up my Tinder game. Uh, my idea was I, I wanted to meet somebody on Tinder and then, only, only associate with them over podcasts through the length of COVID. So like our first date would be a podcast. And then, you know, however many dates after that, while we were waiting for the quarantine to lift would be it. And then, and then our first date in person would be recorded as well. And then my idea, you know, in my daydream fantasy, after that, we would go on to record a weekly podcast about our relationship, about other people's relationships. All that stuff, I thought it was a brilliant idea um, but idea. the the couple I only like I only matched with a couple of people who you know would even consider that no, I mean they wouldn't consider it you know I only matched with a couple of people who I thought that I could even do that with, and then they would be they were like mm, no what's that's weird uh, <laughs> I'm not interested in that. Uh yeah. I I got real bummed about it because I was so excited about the idea, which I still think is a good idea, but it's just a hard one to get somebody to Yeah,
0: I, I don't I don't think that's that could happen even though we're making that that doesn't affect one magical hour.
1: Oh yeah, no. So oh to answer what yeah, one magical hour it's always ours. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, and then but then it'll always be I, a Matthew and Schaefer podcast, spectacular.
0: So then I I'm I thought this through in the way that I do writing worst case scenarios, but but I did I did have this vision of like we're dedicated to it's a we're a duo, you know we're a two man partnership. We I do want to I would like us to interview people. I think you and I interviewing people together would be great. But then I thought, what if what if one of us met and befriended someone way more famous than either of us. And uh and then we brought that person on to podcast with us because their all their standing their fame already would bring the podcast a lot of and so then then in my mind it's like a celebrity pass sort of thing. Like
1: this I is see-
0: a, this is a what this is a close relationship unless mcconaughey wants to join us <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like a it's a pass and we're gay and it's great you know let's do would, it
1: okay <laughs> first of all matthew if you have the chance to get with mcconaughey you have my blessing
0: if mcconaughey wants to podcast with me <laughs> go right he in. In and he's like i don't want to podcast with schaefer i just want to podcast with you i want to make I this will, a matthew thing
1: i will not stand between the two of
0: the right you got to have a celebrity pass right
1: uh, you've got it, buddy.
0: It's an open podcast, but it's not really.
1: But I think I mean there there are some examples like uh, like with Seth and Jonathan from yeah Dude, you know, where Jonathan's dad is John Arquette. Oh, you know, huh? Right, and, and you know, so they they'll once in a blue moon call him. It's funny. I get the impression that he does He would really appreciate it if they didn't call him <laughs> during a podcast. But he also he also loves both of them and, 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 uh, puts up with it. Uh, so I think like maybe once a year they'll call and, and, uh, if they, if they have something specific that they feel like he would like to talk about, um, then they, then they call him and he's willing usually willing to chat with him for a little while. I, that's how I imagine things would go. Or maybe like, you know, uh, like with Luke and Andrew, you know, they're buddies with Chris Hayes that, uh, NBC news correspondent and he like kind of becomes their de facto guest via Twitter. You know, he was the bidet correspondent. Um, And I could see something like that happening. uh, Especially once we get our, our social medias up, which we need, we need to do. Um,
0: I guess I should be working on some kind of logo.
1: You definitely should.
0: Uh, I see in, I see in the like podcast app that it's like,
1: kind of a square size logo right yeah uh i'll show you what i've done i've got i i've got a new computer you know i was having trouble building our website yes i got a new computer so i've i've advanced a little more um uh you're already kicking something around yeah okay
0: i'm kind of letting you handle the those things. I feel, I, I, I feel like we're working great together because I'm just letting you handle things.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, I can tell you though, very soon, um, I'm gonna need to bring you in because there's some stuff that I just don't understand. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy to assist. Excellent. What else, what's in the news? What do we got? Uh... Okay, well, I, I, I've got something. Excellent.
0: Do you have a uh, Top Stories type uh, drop? (laughs)
1: Hello and welcome to Top Story.
0: So over the weekend here in Austin, Texas uh, there was a football game and they COVID tested the student body who who were ticket holders. There were some I don't know, 1,900 or so students that were going to be attending, and 8% of them tested positive for COVID. Um, So I'm glad that they tested them. I hope that they they didn't permit that 8% to attend the game. I saw a great thing on Twitter last week, not a great thing, but a sad thing. A a healthcare worker at the Dell Medical Center, which is a new... Part of the university system, just down the road from the stadium, uh, took a picture of the stadium from the COVID ward. <laughs> just commenting on how twenty-five thousand spectators were going to gather together. So, r- really, this this story, this top story, ties into football. That's yeah. listen. That's the top story. Is that football is happening? I I was just I was just listening to Luke and Andrew this morning, chop it up about uh, their <laughs> their uh, feelings and thoughts about the football season, and I truly thought that it was not going to happen, um, but here we are. Did you what What did you what games did you watch over the weekend? Uh,
1: I I was surprised that I actually was running an errand on Saturday night. Uh, I guess I was headed over to Dick's house. I'm really not sure. Um, But I drove, you know, on the upper level, I drove by the stadium. We got to come back to that. Go ahead. I, uh, (laughs) I drove on the upper level by the stadium and I saw, you know, the lights on and people in there. And I, you know, I was like, I didn't realize that they were playing. That's like, I parked the car and I looked at my sports app and yep, uh, the horns were beating UTEP like, 28 to zero in the first quarter. Something uh, hilarious like that. Yeah, they were um, UTEP. Uh, so that surprised me. I, yeah, that was totally not on my radar. Um, however, I did watch my brother and I watched the Texans play the chiefs together. That, just, that was last Thursday. Um, Oh, I saw
0: that match too. And I thought, looking at that stadium, that it looked pretty safe, right? Yeah. Outdoor stadium, the groups of people, I guess you're, I guess you're seated with your group, but the groups of people were spread way out yeah. they were using the whole stadium. It looked really sparse to me.
1: Yeah. Do think- I don't know. I don't, I don't understand the economics of it. I don't know how that's, I'm sure that's not sustainable, but uh, for the time being, yeah, uh, it looked relatively safe to me. I mean, like you got to understand, like with all that stuff, there's there's still going to be the choke points, like getting in. There's still got to be somebody checking your ticket. who's yeah. going to you know, there's the there's the guy serving beer, the folks cleaning up the beers. Like, of course, there are ways to be safe, but in any time you get, you know, whether it's whether it's sixty thousand. Or twelve thousand—that's still that's still more than your pod, you know. It seems like a unneeded risk. Uh, Again, you,
0: you mentioned the economics of it. But the the people that want it to to happen are, you know, leveraged by the economics of it, no doubt.
1: Um, Particularly on that. Well, I feel like yeah. On the, it seems to me. Particularly the, uh, the un on the university level, that's some that's a that that's a situation where it really shouldn't have happened.
0: Oh, seriously? Right. And
1: it definitely only happened for the money, and there. So you're putting, <laughs> you're putting a bunch of kids in, in the line of it for. Right. For uh, bottom line. Well, I saw a couple and, of the games
0: where there were no spectators and i thought that was just fine like you know if you want to play football okay the the schools and the the nfl have have the means to test everyone all the time do all the protocols uh but the spectators don't
1: yeah (laughs) you know and, and you, can still, you can still get your your network money or whatever it is.
0: You, you know you think like oh it's going to be weird for the players to be in an empty stadium blah blah blah. But I everybody seemed to be playing hard in the games that I yeah. saw where there were no spectators. They everybody still seemed to want to win and put on a show and everything. So uh, uh, if you're hey if you're listening out there NFL team owners, let's just go without spectators for now. Sell. Sell those pictures of people, and that can be in the stands at the, yeah. the top dollar. Get as much out of the super fans as you can, um, and let's. Just, uh, but again, I don't know the economics. Maybe you're going to lose your stadium if you don't have spectators. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Like the like the NBA, you know, they've worked out a great thing. You know, doing the things within their bubble in Orlando yeah that's, and, that's
0: wise i think
1: and the you know the players union has negotiated for the their home stadiums to be used for voting and stuff like they've actually they've actually you know the n b a of all of the you know leagues has come out of this you know looking like they care about people and they want people to be safe and they want you know and they want um social change to happen also you know that's well, I uh, I would be willing after after the way I've seen everything go down to say that I'm more of an A- NBA fan than an NFL fan philosophically anyway. Um, so how, take that, Jerry Jones. Are you listening?
0: How how cum- that he's probably somewhere dancing?
1: Uh, I'm in bed with Mark Cuban now. How how comforting was it to, to watch and some I've football? Forgotten your name. Uh, what uh, it was, I really, yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I really enjoyed it, but. Yeah,
0: me too. I enjoyed <coughs> watching the Cowboys snatch defeat from the jaws of victory.
1: And this is a good time to talk to Grace, Dick, Kathleen, Sean, Adam, Manish, Lizzie, Holly, Jameson, and Brian, our, our 10 listeners. Maybe you don't like sports talk. Well, get at us. Send us an email. Yep. up your Gmail. An email. Look up Rampy ATX and Schaefer Hall on your Gmail. Get at us. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. We're curious. We want to know. You, really.
0: you direct all the email
1: traffic just to Schaefer as well. What? <laughs> Without the 10 of you, we're nothing.
0: Hey, man, I was watching that. Uh, There's two guys
1: in their, in their boxer shorts spitting into mics.
0: I was watching that Cameo Word Up video the other day. Yeah, it has a um, uh, an excellent cameo of with of Lavar Le- Burton. Oh, nice! Lavar Burton is like this kind of straight guy who can't get out of a club, and there's all these dancing weirdos around him. Towards the end of the video, it's uh, it's fascinating. Um, hey, we watched uh, we watched another movie this weekend an old movie we watched disney's cool runnins oh
1: yeah
0: <laughs> do, do, do you remember cool runnins
1: yeah i do definitely man is, that's a good flick uh you know i i remember the movie but i'm not sure that i've ever actually seen it
0: you know i wasn't sure that i had seen it either It, it but I know, I know i know i must have seen it but uh
1: I feel like I must have. It's, it's, it's what? Why if if we didn't see it? Why did that movie lodge itself in our in our consciousness? So it was another
0: one that was. It was just a huge movie, man.
1: Yeah. Um. One of the
0: one of the last film appearances of John Candy before his untimely passing. Uh. Dougie Doug plays the plays Sanka Coffee the. Rastafari member of the of the uh, Runnins crew. Oh, that sounds like fun! I like how they like uh, you know he was the Rastafari, and you know it had of course no mention of cannabis. It's PG. It was PG, but like you said, the goalpost has moved on that deal, and so uh, the it, somebody was called an a hole, and there was. Uh, Uh, I see pride, I see power, I see a badass mother who ain't taking nothing off of nobody. And they said that like 50 times, and I could just hear my kids go, and I'm a badass mother who don't take nothing off of nobody. PG, PG my A. But uh, you know, after that, eight uh, percent of students tested positive for COVID in that UT game. Uh, you know, the Portland is Stumptown. They're going to be calling us Spike Town.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That good. Was, was that was that all, Matthew? There. Yeah. Nice. That's a, that's well, a pretty welcome. good. Food, By the way, friend.
0: nobody calls Portland Stumptown. <laughs> uh, you got a quiz.
1: I don't have a quiz yet, but uh, if you can vamp for a minute, I can find one.
0: I, I Can I vamp for a minute? Come on. I don't know. Uh, You're, not afraid. Uh,
1: You're not afraid to vamp for a minute? Uh, uh, I was, uh, uh, oh, I forget. I, you know, I want to get, I can't, I'm sure this would be boring as shit. I want to get like my lawyer friend, Mark Kennedy on the show to talk about like I can't even wrap my head around it this thing where the Justice Department is defending Trump in this defamation <laughs> lawsuit for this lady you know uh huh like do you understand all that because I sure as hell don't
0: Is it, are they defending him against
1: uh... whoa hey oh hey is, is this a little, Patrick, little, extra, this Stormy a little extra for you there?
0: Is, who who defamed the president? I mean, air quotes.
1: Little, I, didn't, uh, I didn't hear whatever your last question was because uh, I had an explosion on my computer, as you might have heard. I,
0: I vaguely saw that story. Why do you vaguely see something? I paid vague amounts of attention to that story. It sounded insane to me. And I, my insane capacity, I was just at my absolute insane bandwidth limit that day. Am I still vamping here? Can you hear my ice? Uh,
1: oh. Yeah. That's okay. I don't mind a little ambient ambient sound don't, don't call me ice people uh, all of our
0: oh yeah we, we did get another piece of feedback the last quiz was too long oh yeah all right we need a shorter quiz and also i we need to divvy it up and i need to come the quiz for you come at me yeah, yeah i mean i was sure like I'll, I but I mean I love taking a quiz, so and I know you love being a quiz master, so
1: if you don't um what you know what we should probably do is actually review the quizzes in advance mm-hmm. right for length and quality, <laughs> okay, well, let's do that. let's see here, this is a Pick the decade in which each of these shows premiere. Oh yeah, I got this. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this this could this could be a total failure because this is a sparkle quiz. So sometimes they have weird uh... Okay, Fresh Prince of Bel Air.
0: Uh the decade was the nineteen nineties.
1: And like
0: 1990,
1: I'm pretty sure that's right. Uh, Grey's Anatomy.
0: I think Grey's Anatomy premiered in.
1: Gosh, does it go all the way back to the 90s? I'm gonna say aughts. Aughts, cool. Okay, and this time this is a quiz. This quiz is uh, timed. So Vernon oh. Shirley, 70s, 80s, 90s, or 2000s? 70s. 70s. Desperate Housewives, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s? 90s. No, 2000s. 2000s. Taxi, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. 70s. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. 2000s. Family Feud, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. 70s. Wonder Years. Uh, the 90s. I'll let you know if it's not 70s, 80s, 90s, or 2000s. Okay, yeah. Teletubbies. Teletubbies is 90s. Wait. Dynasty. Uh, Teletubbies
0: might go back to the 80s. Um, Dynasty is 80s. Oh, Dynasty might go back to the seventies. It'll say All what, what what was it? Smallville? Smallville.
1: Uh nineties. Nineties, I think you're right. Three's Company. Seventies. I would have guessed eighties on that one. Garfield and Friends. Eighties. Faulty Towers. Oh, that's a British show. Uh, yeah. 90s. Uh, I think 80s, but we'll go. Whoa, 70s. Who's the boss? Who the boss is the 80s. Murder, she wrote. 80s. Hey, Arnold.
0: It's
1: a kid show. Uh, 90s. Nice work, the Ali G show. 2000s. Yeah. Stargate SG1. 2000s. I think that was 90s, but. Yeah. And NYPD Blue. 80s. No. 90s. Too late. I already clicked 80s. Uh, okay, buddy.
0: Okay. No, the NYPD Blue was like 88, 89. How to do?
1: Fifteen out of twenty.
0: Not too shabby. Tell me the
1: ones I missed. Um, let me see here. Okay, well as NYPD blue was nineties. Stargate SG-1 was 2000s. Which, that surprises me. I guess there's the movie, not the... I mean, the show, not the movie. The, the movie came out in the late 90s. The Ali G Show, right? You were right, 2000s. Hey, Arnold, you were right, 90s. Murder, She Wrote, correct, 80s. Who's the Boss, 80s, correct? faulty Towers, 1970s. Okay, wow. Um... That's pretty interesting to me. Uh, Garfield and Friends—that that was about as the eighties thing that ever happened in the world. 80s is thing. Uh, Three's Company was seventies. In my mind, when I think when I picture Three's Company, it looks more eighties than seventies to me. But it's probably you know kind of right on the cusp. I think it bled in. It was ahead of its, and it was probably fashionably ahead of its time. So, and it sort of had the three different periods too. Yeah. Small Veal turns out it was 2000s. I think I would have guessed 90s on that one too. Dynasty was 1980s. I'm, it was good that we didn't get it under our heads. We would have gone back to the 70s. Um, the 80s is correct. Teletubbies was 90s. I had no idea on that one. Um, just, Wonder Years. I remember the kerfuffle that one of those Teletubbies might be in the LGD. LGBTQ community. I remember, yeah, the uh that the is. one with the purple triangle. Uh wonder years, I guess we guessed we guessed 90s but the correct answer was 80s. It was It must have been, it must have been very late 80s. I, have been. I remember I
0: we were the same age as Kevin Arnold.
1: Yeah. It, it, I,
0: we were in seventh grade, and it came on, and he was in seventh grade. That was a
1: pretty okay. well. That would that would be definitely the '80s, then. That
0: was a pretty formative show for me, most mostly because of the big sister Olivia Diabo. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, family Feud was '70s. Yeah, excellent. Always Sunny in Philadelphia '2000s. Taxi '70s. Desperate Housewives '2000. Bernard Shirley, 70s. Grey's Anatomy, 2000. Freshman's of Bel 90s. I how Danny DeVito was in like three of those series. Yeah. Yeah, he's a successful dude. All right, folks. feathers a fast quiz for you. I think that was a fun one. I'm sure uh, we had some of our – some percentage of our 10 listeners was yelling at, their, uh, yelling at their car stereo. Hollering at ghosts, as they say.
0: Um, you know, just clicking, clacking, and send us an email.
1: Send us an email about it. See if we read it, tell us all about it. Tell us what we need to know. Well, what are you gonna do, after Lucy uh... Garfield?
0: Did you find some Garfield drops?
1: No, I didn't. That was <laughs> that was one from uh. From Super Troopers. It's been all Super Troopers today.
0: Nice. (laughs) But our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. They ever put out that Super Troopers 2?
1: No, Super Troopers 2 came out. I didn't see it. Me neither. Those guys only had one movie in them.
0: I enjoyed more than one of their movies. I think.
1: Uh, Fire (laughs) take those guys only had one movie. (laughs) (laughs) Wait,
0: we're never gonna get Jay Chandrasekhar on the podcast. All right, friend. Well, I hope that you enjoyed the rest of your day here in Austin, Texas.
1: Uh, You too, bud. I'll see you about, about this time tomorrow. We're
0: going to get this thing done one cast at a time.
1: One, one podcast at a time, one website at a time, one RSS feed at a time, uh, some social media.
0: We're coming for you. Uh, all I know is that uh, the poorer the choices...
1: The Sweeter the Vine. All right. Take care, buddy. Makes me feel fine.